We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the fan upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Truly do appreciate you making us part of your day each and every day. Thank you so much for that. You can be a part of the show by giving us a call at 844-326-3663. And part of the MadWorldAttractions.com text line, 71307. Just start your text with the word fan and away you go. Open the show today by asking you, what will the final records for Clemson and South Carolina be this year? The analytics say Clemson will be 8-4 and four and South Carolina will be 5-7. and seven. Diesel and I both agree with the analytics on uh, South Carolina. Diesel agrees with the analytics on Clemson, 8-4. and four. I see Clemson being one game better than that and finishing 9-3. and A lot of upset picks come in. A lot of upset picks coming in on the show. Uh, Texter says, Mark, you hit the nail on the head. Clemson's defense is better than North Carolina's, and Miami struggled for two straight weeks. Worried for my Canes. Clemson off of a bye. Miami off of heartbreak and off of a brutal game at North Carolina, as in brutally physically exhausting, right? Texter says uh, Clemson finishes 8-4. and four, South Carolina finishes 7-5. and 7-5. and five. Very, very interesting. Rodney Mintz says, give me Navy plus 10.5 over Air Force. Text, uh, Delano the truck driver is going Utah over USC minus 7. Problem is it's on the road. Uh, let's see here. Text Hunt GPT says Clemson either goes eight and four or nine and three. Depends on turnovers. South Carolina goes five and seven at best, six and six. So Hunt, uh, I had Oculus do this to me earlier today, and I'm going to insist that you pick one. You don't get the either or here. Okay. You got to pick one. What is Clemson's final record? It's not either this or that. What is it? It's it. What is it? Texter says TCU plus 6.5 at Kansas State. Man, Kansas State was a bad pick for me. They were my preseason Big 12 champion. 
Love the show as always, brother. So says Justin L. We appreciate you, Justin. Thank you so very much. Uh, Aaron Jacobitz says Penn State plus four and a half against Ohio State. Against Ohio State. Uh, This texter, um, I feel bad about this, but I appreciate it. He says, been going through some rough family issues the last few weeks and haven't texted in regularly, but feels like home getting back on track. Listening to you guys, Duke over Florida State and 14 and a half points. Yes, technically, I'm cheering for the Dukies. LOL, UNC Chris. Uh, Diesel, should he still have his fan card? No. You can't lost cheer his fan for card. Duke at anything, UNC Chris. Even if this is a contest, he can't pick them. You should beg for schadenfreude. You should beg for them to lose at all costs. Never, ever, ever, ever cheer for your rival. This is exactly the kind of game, though, Diesel, where Florida State could fall. They could lose to, like, the Iowa or, like, the team that is very fundamentally sound that doesn't beat itself, right? That's the kind of team that Florida State could lose to, especially if they're, like, minus two in the turnover battle and Duke is supposed to be getting Riley Leonard back this week. So how about that? Uh, Anyway, UNC, Chris, we love you, brother, and uh, we hope things start looking up for you real soon. Texter says Dabo lost five in a row at one time to South Carolina, then went on to win for the next decade. So says Johnny C. Amen to that, right? But don't lower your standards. You know, like there are programs who have a goal to make the college football playoff every year. So why it, why can't that be a realistic goal for you? Clemson already made it six years in a row. Uh, Texter says, Mark, I think USC gets to six and beats Clemson at home. Dabo is 10-6 and six against USC, so it's not a guarantee he wins in Columbia this year, especially if they lose to Notre Dame or UNC or both along the way. Texter has vote of confidence for Beamer and the Gamecocks getting to six. Uh, Brandon says, Mark, I don't know if you saw it last night, but Sam Houston and FIU played in front of a crowd of 559. Is that real? Ooh. Was that is that actually a number, Brandon? Let, or let's, let's see what they reported. Because nobody reports actual attendance anymore. They report tickets sold. Tickets sold. Right. And you can um, you can sell you know a huge block of tickets to a sponsor. A sponsor could come in and say, well, all right, we'll buy we'll buy five thousand tickets from you at you know ten bucks a pop and um and then we can inflate your numbers that way. So it sucks. Sam Houston, Florida International, GameCast, let's see what they reported attendance wise. <laughs> what is it? What do they report to So you? so I didn't see the game. So I can't visually represent awful. what what he's talking about. The stadium capacity officially is fourteen thousand. Guess how many they reported? How many? Guess. Three thousand. Seventy five hundred. No way. They reported fifty four percent attendance. No way. <laughs> Cut the crap. Cut the crap. No way. Uh, Texter says, I think USC wins six and beats Clemson. This is an, a second guy who said this. The best team Clemson has beaten this year is Wake Forest, right? Right. But after this weekend, it'll be Miami. Miami has beaten Texas A&M. Okay, so, uh, you know, I don't think that stat's going to hold up for very, very long. Uh, Texter says, Mark, you chastise fans for leaving a football game early and also tell fans they shouldn't buy tickets or even show up. Pick a lane, fellas. No, 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 no. Clemson is not at that level yet, okay? 
if if Clemson starts dropping seven and five seasons on the regular, that's when you say, okay, I'm closing up my wallet. That's when you say that because that forces the program to do something different. I'm not saying fire the coach. It forces them to have action, to take action, right? If you're at the game, stay at the damn game. I like it. It's it's pretty easy to make sense make sense of to me. You know who the dumbest fans in the history of mankind were? The Chicago Cubs fans, Wrigley Field in the 80s. Why? Because they sold out Wrigley Field rain or shine. Ownership knew this, never put a winning product on the field, because why would they? Do they want to make $50 million profit more or $50 million less profit? Wrigley Field is also a destination that people want to go see at least once in their lives. Like, I want to go to a game at Wrigley Field. I don't have any connection whatsoever to the Chicago Cubs, but I want to go see a game there. I wish I had a chance to go see a game at the old Yankee Stadium. The new one, it doesn't really appeal to me. Like, I would go. This this is the thing that sucks, Mark, because I had an internship in New York City in 2006. Old Yankee Stadium was still there. I remember... My boss was like, we've got box seats to Yankee Stadium. We're going to go all the time. It's going to be fantastic. Not a damn once did she give me tickets to the game. Like, this boss, like, hyped this whole thing up. Like, I'm going to take you all over the city. It's going to be great. Not a damn once. That sucks. And I had to work a lot for that internship. And so you never got to go. No. That sucks. I had to work a lot for that internship. Uh. Uh, Brandon says, we Hawaii fans are tired of seeing a poor product on the field, but we support our team no matter what. Well, if you support your team no matter what, you're still going to get a bad product on the field. There's no incentive to change that product. That's that's the business side of being a fan that I wish fans would think about more seriously. Uh, Texter says, social media reminds me of this quote. I see it with your own eyes or hear it with your own ears. Don't invent it with your small mind and share it with your big mouth. (laughs) If you see it with your own eyes or hear it with your own ears, don't invent it with your small mind and share it with your big mouth. Amen, Texter. Amen. I mean, that's a great point. Very, very good point there. Uh, We keep it going on the text line today. And... Uh, a lot of messages have come in. We appreciate that very, very much. Preaching to the choir here, Mark Ryan. I believe if Clemson lowers their expectations and hopes, then the feeling is they'll never be disappointed. You, you'll never, you'll never be satisfied either, right? It's the same policy as um, as dating. You know, guys, I was going to be single and unmarried until like I was going to find just the best girl. Just the best girl. And if I didn't find her, I was going to be single or married, single my whole life. You know, do you guys remember a week ago Friday, my buddy Patrick Creighton from Houston, right at the end of the show, he was driving through, he hosts in Houston, he's the evening show host, and he comes in the studio and he goes, Diesel, how often does Mark hang out with you, right? He's kind of antisocial, isn't he? Yeah, I am. And you know what? Like, almost nobody adds energy to me. Almost everybody to me is an energy drain, not an energy gain. So what you're telling me is that everybody sucks. <laughs> I'm How not, very millennial uh, of Off you. the air, I'm not really a people person, Dave. So that's, that's what I'll tell you. I'm not, real, I'm not a huge people person. I, like, I don't – people generally take energy from me. They don't add. Most people do. So, like, I was – the goal was always to find somebody that I liked hanging out with 
as much as I just like being alone. Okay? Like, that doesn't sound like a lot, right? But I never found it. Now I have somebody that I like being with more than I like being alone. When she's not around, I'm like, ah, this sucks. Where's Angela? Where's Jackson? Right? Sucks. Um, but that's me, right? That's, that's who I am. Can't help it. Uh, let's see. I would call in, but I already won. Uh, John G. said he asked Carlos that first question yesterday. Leprechaun of Lyman chiming in with Penn State plus four and a half over Ohio State. Gold Rush is going. Uh, let's see here. Duke plus 13 and a half over Florida State. Uh, Petrol nailed that. The Tigers finished 10 and 2. The game ends 2 and 10. Yeah, those, those are the ones we throw out, Texter, because it's not, that's not realistic. Clemson finishing 10 and 2 at this point isn't realistic. South Carolina finishing 2 and 10 also is not realistic. Texter says, I think Clemson goes 9 and 3. That could happen. South Carolina goes 4 and 8. That could happen. Uh, Texter wants the impression. You ask for the impression, you get the impression. EA Sports to the game. How did I do? Clemson finishes 7 and 5, a Texter says. Clemson, South Carolina goes 6-6. Six and six. Dabo and Beamer both have another meltdown and show how they are the most emotionally sensitive coaches in college football. All right, that's 7-5 and five for Clemson, 6-6 six and six for South Carolina. I think Nick Saban is far more emotional than those two. Really? Far more emotional. How many times have we seen Nick Saban blow up? Lots of times. Lots of times. We don't really talk about him being emotionally sensitive and fragile, but clearly he is. And we've got this great piece of audio. What's great about this, Mark, is he tells you he's going to go on a rant. He tells you that he's about to lecture you. I can't wait. So just a heads up, this clip is a minute and a half long, but it's absolutely fantastic. Here's Nick Saban on the importance of nothing. Okay, you all ready for a lecture? Talk about the importance of nothing. It's like a Seinfeld sketch. You get up every day, you're entitled to nothing. Nobody owes you nothing. You could have talent, but if you don't have discipline and you don't execute, you don't focus, what do you get? Nothing. If you're complacent, and not paying attention to detail. What does that get you? Nothing. So nothing is acceptable but your best. So we need to be, everything is determined by what you do and you trying to be your best so that you can build on positive performance so that, and that's, that's the only thing, there should be nothing else. All right, but that, you know, for everybody. Um, so that's what we have to stay focused on. That's what we need to do. Um, and, you know, we got rained out today, so we had to go inside. And um, we, need, we, we need to not accept anything but our best in terms of what we're doing in preparation. So you, bring me in, Diesel, to what this, how this ties into what Dabo said this week. Uh, this, this ties into um, this ties into Dabo because you know we we look at what is Dabo Sweeney doing with the transfer portal, nothing or next to nothing. 
it's perceived as nothing. Don Munson says, well, we put out offers. We put out offers. We've got to have people say yes. they got to want to come here too. Dabo Sweeney seemingly doesn't want to have much to do with NIL. Though we do know that Clemson players, on average, make pretty good money. Not everybody makes money, but but if you average it out, Clemson players make money. And so what that comes back to is if you do nothing, you get nothing. You're entitled to nothing. I actually really like that. I, I really like that. He's not that. wrong. Nick Saban's not wrong here. And it sounds like he's talking to some players on his team who feel like they're entitled. You know, we've had some entitled listeners, Diesel, from time to time, right? You're, you're not entitled to be a part of the show. If you contribute something to the show, if you are, you know, a loyal listener and you contribute something and you're, you're active in the show, we'll make you a part of the show. But you're not entitled to be a part of the show, right? I'm not entitled to host the show. Um, you know, anytime I feel like we have a bad show, I feel like I, I'm not entitled to host the show. And when I feel like we have a good show, I feel like I've earned my keep. Right? I mean, it's, it's the way it is. All right, my friends. A major accusation to a big-time school in college football. That's next. We are the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides. Mark, Ryan, and Diesel. We are the fan of state. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the fan upstate. Thanks so much for making us part of your afternoon. Each and every single afternoon means the world to us. Um, so 
my friends, there is a major accusation against the Michigan Wolverines for sign stealing. I saw the signs, and it opened up my mind. I saw the signs. Remember that? Ace of base. Um, here's, the, uh, here's the gist of the situation here, and this is getting juicy. Uh, do I believe Jim Harbaugh is a cheater? Uh, the whole like suspension for a cheeseburger thing was dumb to me. You know that that doesn't let that doesn't have me putting a mark against Jim Harbaugh. But this one is interesting. So let's kind of pour through some of this together. Let's come to a consensus, shall we? The NCAA, according to Ross Dellinger and Dan Wetzel, Yahoo Sports, the NCAA is investigating the Michigan football program for allegedly violating rules that prohibit teams from scouting in person future opponents. Industry sources told Yahoo Sports. The bylaw reads, off-campus, in-person scouting of future opponents in the same season is prohibited. Okay? So, like, if you play a team in X year, you can't scout them on the field in that season. The Big Ten Conference received notification from the NCAA that the organization is conducting an investigation into the Wolverines. A league spokesperson said the spokesperson declined to confirm any details. Uh, Late Wednesday afternoon, The Big Ten Conference and University of Michigan were notified by the NCAA that the NCAA was investigating allegations of sign-stealing by the University of Michigan football program, the Big Ten said in a subsequent statement released Thursday. The Big Ten Conference has notified Michigan, State University, and future opponents. So it was happening to Michigan State. The Big Ten Conference considers the integrity of competition to be of utmost importance and will continue to monitor the investigation. The conference will have no further comment at this time. Teams are normally provided, they're handed, extensive video footage to scout opponents. Okay? I thought you had to subscribe to, like, the All-22 for that, Diesel. But, no, they are provided extensive video footage to scout opponents. At issue, according to sources is whether Michigan used unnamed individuals to attend games of both scheduled opponents and possible college football playoff opponents in an effort to gather information on the signs they use to call both offensive and defensive plays. Sign stealing is not technically prohibited and has a long and colorful history as part of the game. Scouting opponents in person has been prohibited since 1994, Whether the NCAA believes Michigan was using staffers or others who may be loyal to the program is unknown. So, too, is whether information was detailed via video or some other means or if head coach Jim Harbaugh is involved. I have no idea, Diesel, how you prevent that. I have no idea. What would stop me, Diesel, from saying, you know what, man? Okay, Florida is playing Florida State later in the year. Uh, I'm going to go to this Florida State-Duke game. I'm going to film all their signs, and then I'm going to send that to the University of Florida. How do you prevent that from happening? I don't don't, don't know that you can. I don't don't know that you can. Yeah. I mean, if you if to me it's the if you can go to the game and you can pick up signs without electronic means, like you're not videoing it and then going back and studying the signals later. And trying to decipher the codes, like we've all seen it, you know the, the the backup quarterback holds up the sign with four pictures on it. One of them is the indicator. The guy next to him, one staff tells duck. you that, yeah, one staff down, you know he's Daffy down. He's got another board, and you know if the indicator shows you Daffy Duck, and the next panel has this, you're supposed to do the play in the bottom right corner or whatever. You know, I don't, I still don't know exactly how that works. If you can decipher that, 
just live in person, A, you're a genius. Um, B, like, you need to get a life. But, like, if, if, if the whole deal is you're not supposed to go and video it and send it to them, that's, that's tough to prevent. I mean, people film everything on their phones these days. You go to a concert, somebody will spend the entire 90-minute show with their phone in the air right? looking at their phone screen, not the show that's right in front of them. Man, I'm going to get tickets right on the sideline. I'm going to take out my camera phone. I'm going to zoom in. I'm going to look at the hand signals. Then I'm going to go send those to Billy Napier. Right? Like, how would anybody prevent me from doing that? The allegation is, folks, that Michigan has allegedly, I guess, sent staffers to other games in the hopes of getting intel. And that apparently, uh, I didn't know that was illegal. I thought you could could go to any game you want. Yeah. Maybe you can. can. Spy camera gear, and that's kind of fun. You know, you go to the store with, you know, a hat with a tiny camera in it, that sort of thing. And then you just got to stay locked on this one spot. Yeah. The whole game. Um, In terms of sports scandals, guys, where does this rank in terms of legitimacy to you? Right. Like, Spygate with Bill Belichick was bad. He had cameras at other teams' practices. All right, that's bad. Uh, Deflategate with Tom Brady wasn't good. You know why? Because Brady likes the ball to feel, you know, less less plump. A little softer. A little softer, right? He likes it flaccid, right? (laughs) Said no one ever. Um, But um, Just give it a good squeeze, Tom. There you go. But the data shows that you fumble a lot less when the ball isn't pumped up. So that is creating a competitive advantage, right, that, that he took advantage of for a long time. You know what I mean? For a very, very long time. But in terms of, you know, this to me, it feels, Diesel, yeah. like a misdemeanor. It feels like a misdemeanor, not a felony. It feels like there's something to it. Michigan is sending staffers to these games, hoping to get an advantage. It's against the law, et cetera. But both of these Harbaugh things, feel the cheeseburger and this, feel like a misdemeanor. The question is, do the misdemeanors add up to a big penalty? Well, I don't even really know how you implement this, okay? So you video it, you go back and you you know, you know, use your Enigma machine and you you crack the code and figure out, or if they say that, if, if the board says this, or if the quarterback, backup quarterback does this hand motion, this is what it means. So you've got to decipher that. And then you've got to figure out how to implement it on game day quickly enough to send signals down the line to tell the defense audible into this coverage for this play. I don't really know how that helps you that much unless you're just trying to figure out a team's tendencies and then you're putting yourself in a position to to try to, you know, and you're not necessarily trying to call a specific defense to stop a specific play. You're just trying to learn tendencies and put yourself in the right coverages at the right time. I, I don't really know how this helps you all that much. No. But but if hey if if what this if this turns out to be true, I, again I don't care much about the cheeseburger thing. I, we had that clip that played earlier um, with uh, the guy from Last Chance U who said uh, Texas paid how much to get Arch Manning, but uh, but they're gonna slam Harbaugh for a cheeseburger. And it's, it's kind of ridiculous. I don't really care about that one. But what it does tell me is maybe there's a tendency to, to try to cut corners, skirt the rules, maybe a little bit of Urban Meyer thing going on here, a little bit of a dirty coach, 
maybe that's the suggestion that we're heading towards. We've got Panthers culture. J.J. Hardy joining us next right here on Offsides. We are the Fan Upstate. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. J.J. Hardy, Panthers culture, joins us right now on the show. Always do appreciate our time together, J.J. Thank you so very much. So, Bryce Young has the lowest QBR right now in the entirety of the National Football League. How much of that, J.J., is on him? I think I think some of it is on him. I mean, obviously, he's still a rookie, and he's seen a lot of things for the first time um, at the NFL level. And, you know, but at the same time, it's been well noted that we don't have a lot of help around him outside of Adam Thielen. You know, so the guys that he's throwing to, they're not getting separation. Um, I think that's causing him to be hesitant or just not confident and, you know, trying to make those tight window throws. And as a result, you know, we just don't have, you know, the, the high QB rating that we would like to see from him early on. But uh, I'm patient with him. But, you know, I think, I think you know, just like with any other player, you know, it's a performance sport, you know, and, and you expect guys to – to play their position and play it well. And, and so far, you know, he's been hit and miss. But I do like what I'm seeing. And I think he's getting better and better every week. I think with the new play caller and Thomas Brown um, stepping up, I think we're going to see that QBR raise up. I don't know how much, but I think it's going to come up a little bit after the bye. Make sure you go find his podcast, Panthers Culture. His name is J.J. Hardy. J.J., we've got a clip here today from Ian Rappaport. He talks about you know teams who, who could be uh, looking to move players before the trade deadline, and Jerry Judy's name is on the list. Now, um, you know I, I know that Steve Smith, who, who still holds a lot of sway with the Carolina Panthers organization, is not a fan of Jerry Judy's. Uh, is, is it still possible that Jerry is a potential target for the Panthers, or are they going to have to look elsewhere? I think Jerry Judy should be a target. I, I saw the the little episode between he and, and the Panthers legend Steve Smith, and obviously when I saw that, I was a little scared because I was like, man, you know, will this brass, especially David Tepper, who seems to have a lot of respect for Steve, will he can you know will he let the GM pursue this particular player after seeing the episode on TV? Um, but I, I hope that he's still somebody that they're looking at. Jerry Judy may not be a, a wide receiver one type, but he's definitely a guy who runs routes really well. Uh, he can get separation. That's something that the current crew of wide receivers can't do besides Adam Thielen. And so I think you want a, another guy who can run routes well, get separation, especially in what I think Thomas Brown is going to be doing scheme-wise. 
And I think having another guy like that would also help Bryce, but help Adam Thielen more too, because right now everybody who plays us knows that we're going to Adam. And so if they want to take that away, they can. But if you have a guy like Jerry Judy, then you have to kind of pick your poison. And um, so may not be a, a top-end elite wide receiver type, but I think he has that kind of upside. And so I hope that they don't take him off of the list based on that encounter with Steve Smith. And then you got to consider this too. That's the same type of energy Steve Smith has always had towards the rest of the league, you know, when he was coming up. So, you know, I mean, it, it's not the worst thing in the world to get a to get a wide receiver who, who would defend himself or at least stand up for himself, especially against a known bully. And so, uh, so um, I kind of like him still. I don't want them to go away from it. So we'll see what they do, though. I hope they don't take him off the list completely. J.J. Hardy from Panthers Culture joining us here on Offsides. Mark, Ryan, and Diesel, we are the fan upstate. Uh, J.J., the Carolina Panthers open as a three-and-a-half-point underdog against the bye week. Can you break down that matchup for us? Uh, you know, it's kind of tough. You know, the, the one thing about the, the bye week is that the bye week is undefeated. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you got that, buddy. I'm glad you I, you yeah. threw me for a second. Thought I thought you thought I asked you a legitimate question there, man. So no, no, no. Yeah, I, I picked up on it. You, I know the bye week is undefeated. You're you catching know? what I'm putting down. Catching what I'm putting down. Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. So I my yeah. my guy JJ is T Higgins. That's that's who I want. Okay, right. it's 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 well known that Cincinnati is unlikely. Right, they had that big decision. Do they go Penny Sewell in the draft, or do they, do they go Jamar Chase? They went Jamar Chase, even though they already had T. Higgins. The byproduct of that is they might not be able to afford T. Higgins. The problem for the Panthers is what do you have to give up? You know, I, I saw your uh, your joke today. Who says no? Terrace Marshall in a fifth for T. Higgins. Obviously, the Cincinnati Bengals do. But that's the guy that I've got my eye on that could be a number one for you. It's just that, you know, the, the hard part now for me, for Panthers fans, is you have no capital. You have very little talent. It feels like we're years away from, uh, from getting out of this, J.J. And um, I think it was uh, Diesel did a little research project uh, over, the, uh, over, the, uh, over the weekend for his Carolina Panthers kickoff show, and I think he said, um, teams three years later, when they're at the bottom of the barrel, by three years later, they're 5.9 wins more. 5.9 wins better, and 62% of the time, you go from bottoming out to a winning record in three years. 62% of the time, within three years. That offers hope, but it might take some time to get there. What do you think, J.J.? Uh, T. Higgins, good fit. Do you make a move? I would do it, especially if the price is right. You know, this is a time of a year where, you know, teams are looking, you know, to move off players that they know that that they won't be able to keep, they won't be able to pay. And like you said, when they signed or when they drafted Jamar Chase and now that, you know, he's getting to that point where he may want an extension, these superstars are beginning extensions after their third season, especially if they know, like, they're elite. And so Jamar Chase is definitely that. And so I think, they'll, you know, if we could offer them something fair, um, that they consider fair. I don't. I think they can't expect top of the you know market in terms of draft equity, and we don't have that anyway. But uh, but I think there's a scenario where you could offer them, you know, maybe a a, a day two, or you know, a day three and a and a and a player, if that's something that they need. I think T Higgins is something that we can explore that we should explore. I like T Higgins. He's a big target. 
Um, he, he has great hands. He catches away from his body. You know, those are things that you like to see with big receivers, you know, especially a guy, you know, who can win those 50-50 balls. And, you know, and what I want for Bryce Young is him getting receivers that he can truly trust to make those tough catches because right now I don't think he trusts anybody to make difficult catches besides Adam Thielen. And, um, and Adam just isn't at the point in his career where he's going to beat somebody on 50-50 balls consistently. But T. Higgins may not give you what Jerry Judy gives you in terms of separation ability and route running ability, but I think he's a bit target. Obviously, he has history in the Carolinas playing at Clemson right there in the upstate. So I think he's a, a fan favorite too. So definitely would be something that I'd be open to and I'd be happy about if, if it happens. JJ, I'm looking back at um, at Thomas Brown's last stint as a true offensive coordinator. That was 2016 through 2018 at Miami, and they had some up and ups and downs in 2016. They were con- consistently putting up three, four touchdown kind of games, and then it you know didn't look quite as good in 2017 and 2018. So uh, tell us about Thomas Brown, his philosophy, and how you think this offense is going to look different under his uh, leadership. Well, you know, Thomas Brown, is a he was a player. You know, he's a running back. And, you know, I think running backs are typically aggressive type individuals. You know, it takes a, a special type of guy, you know, to line up and go run head first into 300-pounders and 245-pound muscle-up guys. And, and so Thomas Brown, you know, was a pretty good running back when he was in college. You know, it didn't really pan out for him in the league. And I think, you know, for a guy that's competitive like that, you know, he used – the exposure he got from being in the league for a short stint, you know, to get into coaching. And from everything I, I read about Thomas and, you know, some of the people that have been around Thomas, you know, one in particular was Jordan Rodriguez, who used to be a beat writer for the Panthers. Um, I, re- I remember checking in with her earlier, and, and, and she was high on, on Thomas Brown because of the things that she heard out there in L.A. She's now beat writer with the, for the Rams. Um, she had heard great things about, Thomas Brown just being around that team. And, and so Thomas Brown is coming from, I think he was coaching tight ends last year with the Rams and, and being in that Sean McVay scheme and seeing how Sean McVay thinks and processes and game plans to attack opponents. I think we're going to see some of that with Thomas Brown. Now, Thomas, he made a point to mention that he and Sean are not the same person. So I don't think we're going to see like a, a, a replica or a copy and paste type scheme and, and uh, play calling from from Thomas Brown when it when it relates to his relationship with Sean McVay, but I think you're going to see some of those concepts that you see out there, you know, with a lot of misdirection, a lot of pre-stab motion, um, a lot of scheming to get guys open. I think we really need that right now. But I do think Thomas is going to be. He might start out conservative, but I think he's going to end up aggressive, especially if we can get him the type of players that he's accustomed to having, especially out there in L.A., if we can um, maybe acquire a T. Higgins or a Jerry Judy or somebody like that, I think you'll see him be aggressive. The, the thing that I worry about with Thomas Brown is that he's still a novice when it comes to being a play caller. He hasn't done it before, you know, in a real NFL game. So I think as fans, we're going to have to be patient with him because I don't know how how much – how many risks he's going to want to take. I don't know how aggressive he's going to be out the gate. So we might be a little disappointed early, but I think the more he gets the hang of it, and and if he gets the opportunity, right, you know, to continue on 
here in Carolina calling plays, I think it's going to be something that's going to get better and better over time. You know, his challenge is going to be we have 11 games left in this season, and if it doesn't go well in the 11 games, will the whole staff get a chance to come back and he continue to get a chance to grow into that role as a play caller? So, um, But ultimately, I think what we get from Thomas Brown is a lot of the L.A. Rams, Sean McVay, and which really came from the Kyle Shanahan tree. Um, we're going to get that type of offense, you know, which I like. I like the pre-snap. I like the uh, I like the misdirection. I like the open windows for quarterbacks to find receivers. I want to see that here in Carolina. I've been wanting it for a long sure, time, so I sure. finally get to see that. I just want to see aggression. You got it. You got it. Uh, J.J., so if I were to give you a hypothetical scenario here, okay, you can um, have Justin Fields, DJ Moore, and this year's first-round pick for the Panthers, okay? Which, as you know, the Carolina Panthers could have had. Some some would say should have had. Or you can have Bryce Young, J.C. Horn, and no first-round pick this year. Which of those two packages do you choose? What the Carolina Panthers could have done or what they actually did do? Um, I'm definitely picking the the the, the former. I'm I'm picking the Justin Fields, um, DJ Moore you know, in this DJ year's Moore. first. Yeah, because I'm I'm a in this year's first. I'm, I'm a, I was a big Justin Fields guy Me in too. 2021, and you know even though it hasn't necessarily come all the way together with him, you know, the last couple of games he played in Chicago, you can see the flashes of what Justin Fields can be. And I actually was really really disappointed when we didn't draft him in 2021 and decided to stay with Sam Donald um, after we traded for him, I was hurt, really. And so definitely would have went with the first package. Uh, I think we would have already been winning, even though, you know, people look at what's going on in Chicago and say, you know, probably not. I think if we weren't already winning, we would, we, we would be on the trajectory to more consistent winning and in a better position to, to continue to build around that, considering we would have that first draft pick, first round draft pick in 2024. So. Definitely former. Uh, J.J. Hardy joining us here on the show. J.J., I'm not calling you out. I'm calling myself out, too. I had the Panthers going 7-10. and 10. You had the Panthers <laughs> going 10-7, and 7, okay? Um, I'm going to hit you with this question now. The Panthers will finish the 2023 season with blank number of wins, and the first win will come when? You know what? Man, I don't care about being wrong and looking crazy because I already look crazy by calling it 10 and 7. <laughs> um, I'm not going to change it by much. You know, I'm, I'm going to be optimistic and crazy still. Uh, I'm going to say we go on a little run, and I, this is contingent upon us getting Austin Corbett back, maybe J.C. Horn back, maybe even um, Xavier Woods back. Let's say we get those guys back and we don't trade the farm, right? If we keep the team together, relatively speaking, with you know Brian Burns, Louisville, J.C. gets healthy, Xavier Woods gets healthy, and Thomas Brown starts calling plays, I think we could win. We got how many games left? How you got uh, uh, 11 wow. games. Yeah, I, I – I, I'm thinking we're going to get about five or six of those. They're going to be wins. And so I think we're going to go about 500 for the rest of the stretch. And so I'll say 
I'm going to say 6 and 11 from where we are today, and I really think we can do better than that, but I'm going to say 6 and 11. And when does the first win happen? The next game is the Texans on the 29th to get the Texans at home. That would seem to be an important one. Look, I mean, you got the Texans at home, the Colts at home, and the Chicago on the road. That's as winnable as it gets in the NFL, right? I think, I think, no, I mean, all those teams are playing tough right now. Sure. Um, you know, the Houston Texans, they look good. The Miko Ryan has, has those guys ready to play every week. Uh, C.J. Stroud um, obviously is looking good, you know, as a rookie. They're beatable, but I don't know how we're going to look the first game after the bye, um, just considering we have a new play caller. So I, I would say that we can get that game. I want to say that we're going to win it. I'm just not 100% sure, but, you know, forget it. We're going to win that game. We're going to beat the Texans. There you go. And then a lot of what's wrong in the universe and a lot of the doubt that we've seen about, you know, C.J., and to include myself, you know, C.J. versus Bryce debate, I think it's going to level out a little bit after Bryce comes out, looks really good in that game, and we beat the Texans head-to-head. Um, I think that's when the tide is going to shift. So let's call it, you know, the Houston Texans, that's going to be our first win. You got it. There you have it, J.J. Hardy, the eternal optimist on the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> we appreciate it, my man. We appreciate the realism and the eternal optimism, and we love having you on, J.J. Thank you so very much for the time, as always, and uh, thanks for being a great Carolina Panthers follower. I learn a lot by following you. All right, I appreciate it, man. You know, you can't pay attention to 100% of the things I say, but 99% of the time I'm trying to keep it as real and, and positive as possible. That, that 1% of the time I'm just joking just to, you know, just to get myself through the day. 60% of the time he's right every time. It's J.J. Hardy. <laughs> there you go. Carol, Panthers culture, we appreciate uh, his time here on the show. And we've got the top five at five coming your way next here on Offsides. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 